Get deeper insights on the news from inside sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. As always, I am Boyd Matheson. And as we uh, continue the conversation, I have been looking forward to this conversation all day today because any headline that says the vibe session will continue. <laughs> Uh, is one we have to dig into, and uh, it's one of those that we've talked a lot about in terms of the disconnect between where the economy is and much of what the Biden administration is saying and where the American people actually are or feel they are, and there's it's just not congruent, and uh, we actually have a word for it now and an explanation. And so we always turn to Eric Bain from Reason. Uh, and this is the great piece of the day. You need to read this at reason.com. The Vibe Session will continue. And uh, Eric, welcome back to the show. And uh, I know you did your homework on this. You went all the way back to the 1840s and astronomers. Uh, give us the, the background and why we are suddenly in a Vibe Session. Well, it's good to be here, Boyd, as always. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, at the risk of alienating some people, I think, at the top of this piece, I uh, compared <laughs> the current economic situation to uh, how we discovered the planet Neptune back in the 1840s. So uh, the astronomers knew about the planet Uranus, uh, but they also knew that it wasn't behaving the way they thought it should. There was like a weird wobble in its orbit. And uh, so thanks to, you know, some complex math and understanding of how gravity works, thanks to Isaac Newton, uh, they were able to theorize that there might be another planet out there that was uh, pulling on it a little bit. And that was that would explain this wobble. And then they, you know, they pointed their telescopes where they thought that camera would be, where the math told them the uh, that planet should be. And uh, boom, there it was. And that's sort of the situation that economists are in right now, too, where we've got you know, you have uh, unemployment data, you have inflation data, and those two things generally give you a pretty good snapshot of how the American people should feel about the economy. Economic sentiment uh, tracks those two factors. But there's a weird wobble happening, right? There's there's some sort of influence that we're not capturing from what we know uh, because the economic sentiment, I don't have to tell you, is uh, is quite low at the moment. People don't really like it. There's this, you know, this vibe out there of uh, that the economy is, is having a bad time, but the unemployment numbers suggest that that shouldn't be true. Inflation, you know, was bad, but it's come down. That shouldn't be true anymore. And so, uh, yeah, this piece was an attempt kind of taking a stab at uh, explaining what that what that mystery planet out there might be what's you know what's causing that wobble all right let's let's uh, let's uh, unpack the weird wobble uh, just uh, just a little bit further uh because as you said the uh the inflation rates have been going down though not down as much as uh, a lot of american people's would like around their kitchen table uh unemployment and so on uh kind of this idea of the soft landing seems to at least be in the realm of possibility in terms of moving forward uh, and, and so talk to us about the the weird wobble. Is it the fact that there was so much conversation and so many messages put out by President Biden and the administration in terms of how happy we should all be and that it's just not the reality to what people are living? How do we explain the weird wobble? Yeah, so my answer until a week ago, my answer would have been that this is just the remnants of inflation. People are just still kind of grumpy about inflation because, you know, inflation rates have fallen, but that doesn't mean prices came down, right? It just means they're rising quickly. And so there's just kind of a residual, you know, unhappiness about that. Uh, then I saw this paper, a paper by uh, Larry Summers, who's an economist at Harvard University, and two of his colleagues at Harvard, and another economist at the International Monetary Fund. 
And in this paper, they uh, theorized that what's actually causing this, the, the, you know, the, the hidden planet there, if you will, is high interest rates. Um, and it's the fact that so it, it's not just that the, uh, you know, the, the money in your wallet doesn't go as far as it once did. It's that if you have to borrow money to make a big purchase, buy a house, buy a car, uh, even just pay off you know, your, the, the money that you're paying off uh, your credit card bill with, all of that uh, is, is more expensive. It's much more expensive to borrow now than it was a few years ago. Uh, obviously, higher interest rates is connected to inflation. It's connected to all of these other issues. Um, but that's something that economists don't generally look at when they think about you know, political uh, economic sentiments and, and the way that reflects onto things like a president's approval rating. Uh, and so what you end up with is so that basically there's this, this other factor, this, you know, the fact that we do still have high interest rates. Um, and uh, so, you know, as I said at the top of the piece, really, I think the vibe session, this, this feeling that we're, you know, we're not necessarily in a recession, but this kind of negative feeling surrounding the economy uh, is going to continue until interest rates come down, because that's the thing that's, uh, that's the, the one thing that the one gravitational field that's still kind of holding back uh, the the economy, the sense of the yeah. economy. Oh, it's so interesting. Uh, I wanted to jump to one other component that you mentioned towards the end of uh, your piece at Reason.com uh, in this vibeflation category, uh, and that is this thing called referred pain. Uh, I think it's so interesting, despite uh, the partisanship, the distrust, all of those other things that, that are out there, there is sort of this thing, not just what's happening around my kitchen table, uh, but what, what I sense is happening around my neighbor's or my good friend's kitchen table uh, or how they're struggling with things. That also seems to be kind of playing into this wobble and this uh, kind of funky vibe that people are sensing. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. That's something that these economists point to in the paper, as you said. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's just the general sense of, you know, you have conversations with people and this is what's on everybody's mind, right, is, well, things cost more at the grocery store. Well, you know, maybe I had to put off buying a new car uh, that I, maybe I got to go fix, you know, my old car again. You know, I'd, I'd really like to get a new one, but I just can't afford the car payments right now. Uh, average car payment in this country is $200, roughly $200 higher than it was uh, in 2019. Like that's that's a significant strain on a monthly budget. Um, and, and certainly if you're going from, you know, not having a car payment, thinking about, you know, in making that, you know, leap, that's, uh, that's a big one. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the, the housing situation and mortgage rates. All of that is tied up in interest rates as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's this combination of factors. It's that, uh, as I said before, it's not just that the money in your wallet doesn't go as far as it used to. It's that, you know, the money that's not in your wallet, the money you got to go to the bank to get to make a big purchase, yeah. uh, that money now costs you a whole lot more. Yeah. And I think that just makes it feel like certain things, certain big purchases uh, are maybe a little more out of reach. Maybe the monthly budget just doesn't stretch as far as it did. Uh, and, and all of that is the result of interest rates. And yeah. so this is, you know, to me, ultimately, this is a, another lesson about inflation, uh, because we have these higher interest rates as a way to combat the inflation that we were dealing with a couple of years ago. Uh, and it's just another reason why the, the idea that we can run the economy hot or the mm -hmm. idea that it's OK to have some inflation if we're spending money to help people, uh, which is an idea that, that you heard a lot in Washington during the pandemic and even before it. Uh, that idea is is really been, I think, debunked pretty thoroughly by the last few years, uh, and continues to be because there's these uh, these long term consequences 
uh, that policymakers really were not prepared for. Yeah, and no matter how you slice and dice the intergalactic, uh, whatever it is of it all, <laughs> the weirdness of it all, the vibe session uh, is a real thing. And and uh, to Eric's point, it is exactly the absolute predictability of consequences. Uh, and that is why where we are when it comes to the finances, why things running hot and then you have to raise the inflation rate to deal with the inflation rate. Uh, and uh, that's a that's a pretty brutal and a pretty vicious cycle, especially when you take it all the way back to the kitchen table. And of course, that will have political impact as well. Uh, Eric Bame, reporter at Reason. Uh, always turn to Eric for our intergalactic news. And uh, now we have a new word of the day, vibe session uh, that's going to continue until interest rates fall. Uh, Eric, as always, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Boyd. All right. And that's Eric Bame, uh, one of our favorites from Reason.com. And you should go check out his piece today, the vibe session. Uh, it is going to continue uh, because the American that's what the American people are living and it doesn't matter what political rhetoric gets spewed out there, whether it's by the Biden administration or by any contestant uh, running for any office on the Republican side. Uh, if they're saying everything is great and wonderful and we should be happy at all of these good numbers and we should be happy about all the good numbers, uh, it's just not the reality in terms of how far the dollar goes, how hard it is to fill up the, the tank of gas, how hard it is to get the groceries, uh, all of those things, uh, and then the borrowing, how expensive it is to borrow to make some of those big purchases. All of that plays in. It's all part of the process, and uh, it is a vibe session. Look it up, Reason.com today. Big thanks to Eric Baim, as always. We'll step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news when we come back. Big breaking news out of Washington, D.C., end of an era, as Mitch McConnell will step down as the minority leader come November. We'll talk about that coming up next on Inside Sources. Inside Sources. 